I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 374 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have a hilarious guest for you guys today. Joel McHale is a comedian, actor, writer, producer, and TV host. He is best known for hosting The Soup for many years. He is also well-known for his role on the NBC sitcom Community. Most recently, he hosted the after-show of the smash-hit Netflix documentary series Tiger King. Joel has also hosted the 2015 ESPY Awards, the 43rd Annual People's Choice Awards, the 2014 White House Correspondents Association Annual Dinner, amongst many other hosting gigs. He is talented, he is funny, and I am happy to have him here with me on the podcast today. Joel McHale will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Joel McHale was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you would like to watch the conversation between the comedian and myself, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. Okay, and be sure you keep it locked in for the rest of the week here on First Class Fatherhood, which is going to be my final week of new episodes before I shut it down for the summertime. Tomorrow, NHL legend Ken Danico will be here. He is a three-time Stanley Cup champion. He played his entire career with the New Jersey Devils. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then Thursday, we're going to switch from the ice rink to the gridiron with Super Bowl champion tight end Benjamin Watson, who is a father of seven. You heard that right, father of seven. And to close out the week, legendary weatherman Al Roker visits First Class Fatherhood on Friday. So let's go, dads. Don't forget, I have two amazing offers currently running for you listeners out there to take advantage of. Bottle Breacher makes bottle openers out of 50 caliber bullets. You got to go check them out. Bottlebreacher.com. Use my promo code FATHERHOOD and you're going to save 20% off your entire order. Manscaped currently has the Lawnmower 3.0 and First Class Fatherhood listeners can save 20% off there. Plus get free shipping. Visit manscaped.com and use my promo code FATHER. All right, you're going to hear more about both of those offers coming up throughout today's episode. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about this podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day. Right here with me, and I'm going to be right back with the very funny Joel McHale. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, are you prepared to unveil your summer bod? Manscaped is here to ensure that your post-quarantine body is ready to make its shirtless debut. Don't be that guy on the beach with a bushy Chewbacca chest that's out of control, and chances are that Austin Powers sweater vest look isn't going to be your ticket to Ladyland this summer. Trim that bare rug down to size with Manscaped's third-generation waterproof cordless body trimmer, the Lawnmower 3.0. It is the best trimmer on the market for those in need of a chest shave. Don't take a chance giving yourself an accidental nipple piercing using a traditional razor. This third-generation trimmer features skin-safe technology to reduce manscaping accidents. And right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners are getting 20% off plus free shipping with the code FATHER at Manscaped.com. Did you hear that? That's 20% off plus free shipping at Manscaped.com using the promo code FATHER. And you can start trimming that nest on your chest today. Uh, joining me now, First Class Father, Joel McHale. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. That's nice of you to say, which probably means I'm not. <laughs> Let's start right here. How many kids do you have and how old are they? Uh, I have 18 kids and they're all 18. 
Uh, two kids, 15 and 12, my friend. How about oh. you? I got four. I have three boys and then a girl. So um, you're going to continue going here? You trying for any more? You're all done. No, my wife said I could have some more. It's just she wasn't going to be anywhere near it. And <laughs> so she, she, was, she was definitely done. What kind of sports or activities are they into? Uh, the 15-year-old, totally uninterested in sports, uh, although he loves Fortnite. And uh, bo- both of them love Fortnite, and they communicate with their friends through that, and they play a lot of games with their friends. Uh, I play Fortnite with them sometimes. Um, my other son, the 12-year-old, does a lot of virtual reality, a lot of VR. Uh, and he also loves football, and he loves – we just started getting into baseball since COVID hit – uh, but yeah, my wife and I are sports nuts. So, uh, yes, we have kids that are like, yeah, it's fine. Sports are fine. They're not so, but they're not, I have, I have no kids that are like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm working his arm out so he can throw a 102 mile an hour fastball by the time he's 13. Right. Yeah. Definitely some diehards out there. Yeah. My kids are in, two of them are into the Fortnite pretty big. I just told one to quiet it down while I started to do this interview. Here. I'm more of a, I'm more of a modern warfare guy myself. You know, I'm not too much into the Fortnite with them. I'll sit there and rip off a few rounds. Are you good warfare. at modern warfare? Uh, you know what? Uh, three and four, like or two and three, like the the uh, the modern warfare two and modern warfare three. I, I don't really get into the zombies and then as it, the game is progressed, yeah. I'm still stuck in in that uh, you know that that two player co op that I really enjoyed. So uh, that I'll sit time. there and play with them. You know, uh, I play with a couple friends. I do the one versus a hundred, or that we're at squads, and it's it is difficult. Yes. Yeah, it's challenging. Uh, it definitely takes a skill set to uh, to jump the leaderboard there. Uh, listen, Joel, if you could just take a second here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Oh, I don't know. I lost all that memory last night after the third bottle of wine. Well, uh, as you know, I, I own the UFC and uh, I have made, you know, mixed martial arts very popular. Uh, let's see. No, uh, my name is Brian Shaw and I am one of the strongest people. No, uh, I am an actor, as they would say, <laughs> and a comedian, I guess. And uh, I, um, yeah, I've, uh, I've been here in LA uh, for 20 years. I, I came from Seattle, Washington, go Seahawks. And uh, yeah, it's been, I've, I've been on a few shows. One called The Soup was kind of the first one that really, uh, that stayed around for a while. And then another one called Community. And Boy, I've just, I just—I always see myself as like a uh, uh, like a handyman or a journeyman, where I just uh, I just kind of collect different jobs to keep the the thing going. Right now, um, I'm on a show called Star Girl, where I play Starman. It's a superhero show, and I have a podcast with Ken Jeong called The Darkest Timeline, and a yeah. movie just that came out called Becky with Kevin James and uh, Lulu Wilson, and uh, and then Twilight Zone comes out this week. Wow, I'm really promoting myself. It's going well. Oh, that's a good thing. You've had uh, an impressive career here, Joel, so far. Now, along this journey, about how old were you then when you first became a dad? And how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? I became a dad in 2005 and uh, or 2004, excuse me, 2005, early 2005, uh, January 14th. Uh, and I, yeah, it changes everything uh, as I want to meet the guy that was like, Meh, yeah, it was fine. Just, you know, it was a blip. Uh, it changes everything because you. I think you first you figure out that there's other you're not really that important. And um, it's all about your children and uh, not screwing them up, hopefully. And it just was the greatest that when I ever hear people go like, oh, man, you're in for it. 
and you get that baby, man. You're just in baby jail for a year, man. And I, I was just like, this is the greatest thing. I can't believe there is a human being that I love this much. And uh, I just could not stop like holding him and hugging him. And uh, I couldn't believe it. Now he's like 180 pounds. So it's very difficult to do that. Uh, but, uh, but it was, yeah, it was the, I would say that both of those births were just like, I cannot believe how, how lucky I am. Yeah, very well said. And that's one of the narratives I hate as well. I hate when people say, oh, just wait, you just wait, like that warning of it's going to get worse instead of the truth, which it gets better uh, with each and every little milestone. And one of the things, yeah. you know, we worry about, especially when we become dads for the first time, we, we, we worry about our child's progress, crawling, walking, talking. And I know that you um, discovered that y- your kids were dyslexic. dyslexic. Yeah. Uh, at what part of the, what, what age were they when they were actually diagnosed? And what, what age, first of all, what age did you notice something was wrong? And then at what age were they diagnosed? Oh, well, let's see. We had one tested. I think he was seven at the time. And the doctor, it was Eddie, uh, the older one, and the doctor started describing all the symptoms. And I'm like, oh, that's me. That's how I am. And uh, and they said, oh, well, yeah, we were wondering who which one of it was because it comes from it comes through a, a parent. It's passed down. It's definitely not my wife. And uh, and I was like, Oh, and then I re- it was for whatever reason, I really came to terms with the fact that I was dyslexic in that movement, movement, even though I was like in my late 30s or early 40s. And so uh, there's something kind of liberating about that. And dyslexia, you can learn you learn I mean, you, you learn how to read. You just read slower and you have other strategies for getting through stuff. Uh, you always have it, but you get better at reading uh, and stuff like that. But um, yeah. So I said to him, I was like, sorry guys. And then my younger one has it as so, yeah. So my poor wife is surrounded by a bunch of dyslexic people, but I like to think of ourselves as uh, it's an advantage. So, uh, uh, no, but so I, yeah, I, you know, I've obviously everyone has struggled and there's way more things in place now for people with dyslexia. Thank God for audible. I don't know what I would have done without that. Uh, it's, um, that I've I've gone now that Audible was a, an invented I have gone back and read all these books that I've always wanted to read but just never had the time or the patience to get through huge long books so uh so yeah that's my long explanation about it yeah and I, I think it's I, I think you're right it's awesome that there's so many different advantages now uh, for kids to learn and, and you know number one many kids don't like to read just because reading sucks when you're a kid so it's like yeah. it, you combine that with the um, you, you know, you combine that with dys- dyslexia and, uh, you know, it could create some problems. And what about, uh, what, what are the top values that you're hoping to instill in your kids here, uh, Joel, growing up? Don't be an asshole. Uh, be nice to people. <laughs> yeah. Just don't be a dick. Uh, boy, uh, somebody told me this a long time ago. Uh, it was Moses. No, um, you, when people like, I just want my kids to be happy. Uh, I just want my kids to be successful. I, when I hear that, there's just no way you can ever guarantee that. Uh, and if you're really trying for that, you're going to have a very, you're going to be wildly disappointed. But you can help your kids become good, hopefully. And being good doesn't require happiness or success because uh, those things are ephemeral. And so if I can just raise kids that are good, I'll be very happy and, you know, open a door once in a while for, for mom. Uh, 
but uh, but yeah, just I want to raise kids that are good, that are good people that are going to hopefully not not make the world shitty. That's my goal. Thank you. Yeah, right on with that, Joel. And what about as far as uh, discipline goes? What type of disciplinarian are you as a dad? And is it, is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with? All right, dads, today's episode is being brought to you in part by Bottle Breacher. Bottle Breacher was founded by former Navy SEAL and former guest on First Class Fatherhood, Eli Crane. Bottle Breacher provides handcrafted 50 caliber bottle openers made by active duty service members and veterans. The staff at Bottle Breacher used to use 50 caliber ammunition to defend our country downrange. Now they use them to provide the best man gifts, groomsmen gifts, and promotional products on the market. Open your next cold one in style, and First Class Fatherhood listeners can save 20% off their entire order by using the promo code FATHERHOOD. Visit BottleBreacher.com and use the promo code FATHERHOOD at the checkout to save 20% off your order. Believe me, once you see them, you're going to want to get one, and once you use it, you're never going to want to open another bottle without it. Go to BottleBreacher.com and use that promo code FATHERHOOD to save 20% off your order and open your next cold one in style. What about as far as uh, discipline goes? What type of disciplinarian are you as a dad? And is it, is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Yeah, it's not, my parents, uh, you know, people like to rag on their parents. It's always weird when people talk about how shitty their parents are or how amazing their parents are. There's got to be, uh, I was like, they're that amazing? When I was like, you know, my mom is my best friend. I'm like, that doesn't seem, I don't think so. But it doesn't seem real. But anyway, I don't know why I'm being so skeptical uh as far as discipline goes so my parents did a really i think my parents did a good job uh and so i kind of i hopefully have or you know i i'm using some of their skills but i've learned a lot but i i try not to uh when things get ramped up i like to diffuse before they're screaming and that we can, if, if it's something we need to come back and visit later, if there was something going on at a calmer moment, that's when learning can happen instead of, uh, and you know, a yelling moment, um, which, which is the name of my self-help book yelling by Joel McHale. No. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, so I try to, we try to diffuse it before, before it gets too escalated and then take a time later to go, okay, so what, what was going on? And, uh, so that, that's how we kind of do it. I don't have a, uh, I don't have a guidebook that I can recommend. I don't have like, well, I read this book. It's, it's uh, 40 years old. No, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Scientology probably. That's <laughs> Dianetics. We haven't read Dianetics. Yeah. What about, you know, you're, you're kind of in the same boat as me. My oldest is 14. My other one's about to be 13. So uh, I'm kind of right there with the ages that you have with my two older ones. And one of the things that I struggle with is the technology. We talk about Fortnite video games, but it's like, one of the things I'm concerned about just with them is the pornography that's available online. And yeah. uh, because when I, when I was a kid, you were a kid, it was like one kid had the Playboy magazine. He was the shit in school. Yeah. Like everyone wanted to be around his locker. But now you just tap in the word naked chick and you're going to have 5,000 images and videos. So how do you kind of yeah. monitor or handle or, or talk with your kids uh, about the Internet safety, monitoring that shit and, and, and pornography and all that? Yeah, well, we have all sorts of filters on all the internet stuff here uh, to the point where, yeah, if you, any word typed in there is not, is going to not allow you to uh, get to that or anybody who's 
you know, visiting us or anything like that. And, uh, and I think the conversation has to be very upfront and honest, uh, cause it's going to, it's going to be in their lives somehow. And so it just, yeah, I think it has to be well established beforehand that, uh, this is not real life. And, uh, it also can end up damaging relationships if you let this thing take you over and, uh, and not saying that, 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 I just know folks that they're addicted to it and, uh, it's a real problem. So, uh, yeah, it's, it is so different than when we grew up that, uh, there's a couple of really good books. Uh, one's called, I think it's called raising boys and, uh, uh, and it's, it's great. And it, that was very helpful. Yeah, it's, it's definitely something that, you know, especially with the access to every, I'm worried about like kids at school that have the unlocked phone. That's yeah, they do. There's just, and they're going to see it. And God forbid they see that uh, two girls, one cup, that'll scar them for life. If they see yeah. that one too early. What do you, you know? tell your kids? Well, I, I try to let them know that it's there. Uh, I, I try to tell them that, you know, have the sex conversation with them about it and then say this is stuff that people are doing basically to get likes, to get money, to get views. And it's yeah. being manipulated. I mean, and I try to tell them that's what it's about and try to avoid it. And, uh, you know, if someone's trying to show it to you, you know, it's hard for them to say, oh, I don't want to look at it because what the hell? I mean, you know what I mean? You're yeah. a 14 year old kid. Why wouldn't you? So it's uh, it's just like you said, trying to have the conversation, make them aware of what it is, being transparent, as transparent as I can be uh, with them. So uh, but it, but it's a yeah. struggle. And I'm still searching for the right words to use to discuss the stuff with my children as as they get more and more into it here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what about as far as you as an actor here, Joel? Are there certain particular roles that you won't accept just because you're a dad? Like, does that play any influence on what you'll play as an actor? I don't have like a set of rules like you can't do this because like here here's the I don't have like a list of roles or a list of um, restrictions. I I just read the thing that's that it comes across my desk and I go if I'm being offered it or I'm going or I'm auditioning for it. I go, is this the thing that I would do? And uh, it's a case by case basis. And I'm pretty, I know pretty quickly whether it's something I'm going to do or not. And uh, boy, so, you know, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of, I've done some pretty extreme roles. Um, and I, but as I read them, I said, this, this part is necessary for this movie because this is the message of the movie or this movie is, is uh, is is uh uplifting or not uplifting but kind of like it's this movie needs to be made and uh or i'm I, so i want to be a part of it so so it's case by case um I, I don't have like a like a it's not like going to a restaurant where you're like no peanuts because i'll have a reaction uh but i yeah so i'm i guess what i'm saying is so like i i'm in this movie called happily that isn't hasn't been released and it's about a, a husband and wife that have a lot of sex and uh but and people think they're crazy uh because they're so in love with each other and then people try and stop them so i was like oh that movie is good to because it's putting it's putting out this good uh thing that is like people who are committed to each other want to be together and, and so they're 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 treated as freaks because they always are doing it but uh but so that was one of those movies where I'm like, oh yeah, this is this. Eventually, my kids will see it. They might think it's weird because when they watch, are you, are you playing the husband having all the sex? Yeah, yeah, wow, that's okay. me. Oh, that's uh, been a fun audition. 
No auditioning. It was uh, they offered the role. <laughs> uh, it's not that graphic. It's not. Okay. That, it, it's it's uh it's really not that graphic. Um, but I'm trying to. But oh, so like when Community, when my kids started watching that, I'm making out with all sorts of people that are not my wife, and <laughs> and then they know some of these people. So, uh, I that is a unique experience for the the children of an actor, I think. So that's, I don't know, maybe we'll get them some counseling, but, uh, now they just, they think it's, they'll just make fun of my acting. So that, that's good. Yeah. Good stuff. And what, what are you working on now, Joel? I mean, you mentioned a project that's coming out. You have anyone, uh, in the pipeline right now, what, what kind of goals or plans do you have here for yourself in the future? Uh, let's see. I, the, this show I'm in called star girl just came out on CW and on the DC streaming app. Uh, and that was created by the great Jeff Johns. And, um, I, I have a small part in it, but I get to play a superhero. So I was thrilled to do it. And I, I, uh, you know, my character is killed in the first five minutes and I, I've, uh, I, I can't say anything else. Uh, but, uh, the twi- I'm in an episode of twilight zone coming out. I, uh, I just accepted a movie, but who knows when it's going to start shooting. Um, and uh, I am attached to a show at NBC Studios right now. Uh, but again, we're in this weird uh, moment where you could probably shoot in Australia or New Zealand if they would allow you to come in and and uh, quarantine. But I don't know. Uh, so I'm all, in the meantime, um, Ken Jong and I have started a podcast called The Darkest Timeline. And uh, that's been really fun and rewarding and cool and great and so I, I, we very much, if we get, if that's the way we perform, which is from our, from he, these corners of the rooms above our garages, then, uh, then great. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I'm in my closet myself here. I made this my little podcast studio here. You do what you got to do. But, uh, a lot of people have been available from the whole coronavirus. So I've been benefiting yeah. from that. People have been available, uh, you know, to do these interviews. And I know, I know we're short on time here. Last thing I want to hit you with here, Joel, um, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? Shower your children with love. If you, even if you're a complete idiot or an asshole, if you love your kids, it's going to go a long way. Uh, shower them with love endlessly and that doesn't mean don't discipline that doesn't mean you know you can't it's not but just love them endlessly yeah very well said i love the message there's been a lot of fun for me i gotta say joel McHale, you are a first class father all the way and thank eh. you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on first class fatherhood uh i'll tell i'll be i'll take uh, first class father and c-list actor that that makes me very happy <laughs> Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Joel McHale for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to hear your feedback. Lock it in. A lot more action coming your way this week. Tomorrow on the podcast, one of the toughest defensemen to ever play in the NHL, Ken Danico. Lost some teeth while he was playing, knocked some teeth out. Very tough guy on the ice. He played his entire career with the New Jersey Devils, who retired his number. Three-time Stanley Cup champion. Don't miss out on that. And Friday, we are going to cap off the week with a legendary weatherman, Al Roker, also a co-host of the Today Show. So don't miss out on that. That's all I got for you guys today. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. I'm Alec Lace, and please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers. Thank you.
silence.